emails, emails. In your inbox, inbox. You've got mail. You've got damn, son, where'd you find this? Damn, son, where'd you? You've got mail. This. Now we're like a morning drive time radio show. <laughs> like we haven't always been. Hey, welcome to Cuckoo in the Boner. It's me, Boner Man. Uh, Here boner to talk man. about all the stiffies. Boner Man, did you hear about that news thing that I disagree with? Or maybe I don't, depending on what our audience is like. I heard about that thing about uh, women getting the right to vote. Talk about a stinker. <laughs> Next, they're going to be driving cars. Car crash sound effect. <laughs> you know, I got a wife at home. You know what I like to tell her? Get back in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> this is how morning radio works, everybody. Can, can somebody uh, isolate? I mean, I could do it when I edit this. <laughs> But can somebody be not lazy and find <laughs> that sound effect of him, of Jeff making that sound? <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're fired up right now because we were just tweeting at each other and it was so oh, dumb. We're like, God. we're like two high school kids who just fell in love. We're just like, we're just, caught, just tweeting at each other, just flirting. It's, it's ridiculous. It's the scene in uh, Twenty One Jump Street when Jonah Hill's texting with Brie Larson and he's just laughing at everything. <laughs> Oh man, uh, that's how morning radio works. It's not me, it's them. No, it's dude, it's yeah. It's I, know. I respect women and their right to vote <laughs> for now. <laughs> Till that that boot gets on the other foot. <laughs> right stinker man. <laughs> oh, god. oh god. That's what needs to be a patron a patron yeah. podcast. We could do Fart our man uh, and the stinker. We could do our like uh, uh, Ferengi drive time radio. Jork and Gent drive time Jork radio. And Jen. Ah, you ever notice how women like to wear clothes now? Disgusting. How am I supposed to get a boner? When I see a woman wearing clothes, you know what I do? I give her the old whoops. <laughs> Get in the get in the replimat and make me my tube rubs. <laughs> All right, we are way too fired up. We need to read emails. Yeah, we gotta read some emails. Josh, starting out this time, an email from January third. I'm very sorry, it got Shit. caught in spam. That was like twenty fucking three days ago, three God. weeks ago, and it's That's it's funny. Jack Carpenter too. I'm so sorry, Jack. It's handsome Jack. I'm uh, so sorry. He says, it's been a long time since my last email. It's been a long time, but my time is finally... This is making sense. Oh, man, I'm, I'm ready said, for... I got my lighter out. I'm just waving. I should have gone with, but my mail is finally here. There we go. Hey there, you dang Trexters. It's me, your boy, Jack. How have y'all been doing? Well, we're 23... Great to hear it. <laughs> we're 23 days in the future now, Jack, so 23 yeah. more days of disappointment. Yep. Sorry. Anyways, I had a quick question for y'all, and it's been... It's a top three ranking. Okay, very exciting. I know y'all have discussed... Is this dude in the South again? I know y'all have discussed... I know y'all discussed your favorite ships in the past... <laughs> No, we can't do this to him. 23 no. days late. We 
I'll talk like a handsome boy. But what are your top three favorite Star Trek ships? Oh, so handsome. Not including any of the Enterprises. Uh, they d- I'm not doing that voice anymore. No. They don't have to be named ships or anything. For example, I love the standard generation Klingon bird of prey myself. I'd just be curious to hear your lists. What are your top three? Hmm. Well, the Defiant's gotta be on there somewhere. Defiant class is, like, the hot rod of ships. I've talked about this before. I really love the Excelsior class. But yeah, I guess that, like, yeah. that is one of the Enterprises. So well, I it's also the Excelsior. Yeah. Well, I'll leave that out for now. Because I you also... You can say it. I love the Romulan warbirds in TNG. That they just look like a floating city with a bird beak on the front of it. They're fucking scary looking. They're yeah. big, man. They're cool as fuck, though. I really like them. They're, when I played STO a uh, bunch, like... People clamored for the Nova class ship. It's just this little ship that everyone just really liked, and it's a really cool ship. It's uh, it looks kind of if you Google it. I am googling Nova class ship. It's it's just oh, it's like a, a little cutie. Yeah, it's a little cutie, right? And like, I really like that Defiant. I really like uh, what else? Steam Runner was always good. That's the one that like is like real flat, kind of. It's in it's in a uh, first contact. It's one of the uh, one the of the USS ships. Steam Runner. Yeah, it's Steam Runner class and the and the. Uh, uh, oh yeah, that's a that's a flat boy. Yeah, he's a flatty. And then the uh, what do you call it? it starts with A. I want to say Ajax, but that's not right. Oh fuck! I'm like so bad at shit today. My brain is does not work. There's a USS Appalachia. Yeah, not that's not that. It's uh, it's the same type of ship as the Nova, or the Steam Runner. I mean, yeah, yeah. Class of starships. Come on, let's find it. Akira, Akira class. Oh, the Akira class. Yeah. yeah. Everyone likes the Akira. Akira class is really cool. That is a cool one. I like the little ones. So not so I much like, into the big ones. I like the Defiant. I like the Romulan Warbird. Um, you know. I really, I gotta admit, I like the Jim Hadar warships. They have like a real like yeah, the Beetle last Starfighter looking yeah. enemy ship thing going on. Yeah, they're real like um, like Protoss looking sort of like fr- yeah, you know what I mean. They have like, those like big blue energy looking shields on them. Yeah, on the top that are like they're like beetle wings is what they are. Yeah. And I, I like the purple, too, that they, they have a lot of purple shit. Like yeah, purple yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think I'm going to choose the Jim Hadar attack ships. I feel like I didn't pick any enemy ships, but you know Although, what? I'm, like, I'm just used to blasting. <laughs> just blasting. <laughs> Trying to just start blasting them. The, um, another ship that I really, really like the look of are the Surak-class Vulcan ships that have like the ring the around ring. them. Yeah, those are neat. I think those look cool as fuck. They're you don't very, see very many of them either. They're like real Ralph Macquarie looking, those things. Like they're yeah. real like like Dune looking, you know? They are very Dune looking, yeah. actually. It's cool. So that's my four. <laughs> that's my that's my top four. Sorry you asked me for for three. You can't just pick three. What are the I don't remember what the Andorian ships looked like. Oh yeah, uh, um, they're all right. They're okay. Yeah, they're a little more like basic. I think they're a little, they're a little battle starry. A little, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
they're they're okay. Uh, they're fun to play in the game. You can go real fast with them. Well, that's cool. They do look like battle stars, like got strapped to the wings, sort of. Yeah, like little battle stars. Yeah. What is it? What was the name of uh, his ship? The it was an ice cutter. I remember the story about it, but yeah, it was, it was definitely something to do with ice because that's all these fuckers care about. Yeah, they're always like, "We live on this shitty ice moon." <laughs> sure is cold. <laughs> <laughs> what happens when they go to like fucking Florida? Like, like if they go to Ryza, do they melt like actual ice sculpture men? They do talk about how they run out of energy real quick because like their metabolism's so crazy high because of the ice, right? Like, yeah, dude, it must be horrible to My, go to like Vulcan. I, I love the Andorians because like you get the Klingons right, and they're like a warrior race that's like a big, like like a big bear type, like a wolf, like a big, yeah, angry, vicious warrior. And then you get the Andorians, who are like a angry, barking Chihuahua race. They're like the ice elves, who are like they're like apathetic Klingons, right? They're just like whatever, fuck you. (laughs) They they're like all about being like the greatest fighters and whatever. But like if you shoot them with a phaser on stun, it kills. Yeah, they they get blood poisoning or something. And they can't be outside in the heat too long. They're like a little chihuahua. If you cut off their fucking ear, they fucking fall over like cats do if you cut their whiskers off. But they have this incredibly loud bark. They're always barking at people. They just have a mean face. It scares people. I like Andorians a lot. I would like their mean face to be next to my mean face. Then you could fully uh, rejoined with them. Yeah, I would rejoin them, and I I wonder if they like their little tentacles being messed with. Like, hmm, you think that there's like we're getting into some grody fan fiction territory. <laughs> you think that there's like 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 Andorian porn where they're just sucking on those things? Oh, for sure, dude. There's porn where people are sucking on everything. <laughs> I saw a funny TikTok. They're sucking and fucking the shit out of each other. <laughs> what is that from? It's from, uh, there's some movie they watched on Best of the Worst. Oh. Uh, th- this dude was like a, a owned a porno company, and the dude was like, oh, here's the script. And he's like, what script? They're all horny and they're sucking and fucking the shit out of each other. <laughs> and that's stuck in my brain ever since. <laughs> Man, amazing. What is what is the end of that email say? It says, I hope everyone is doing well. Sorry, sorry I haven't been able to email for a while. Yes, that's what it was. But I'm a busy boy. <laughs> Keep up the good work and thanks as always. Commander Jack Carpenter, Senior USS Virginia. Senior, not junior, not three-year. Not three-year. Um, <laughs> it, it may have been a while since you emailed because you're a busy boy, but uh, I think... We might be at fault a little bit about this We're being several episodes late. We're incompetent. Speaking of being extremely late, uh-huh. last time around, because Pizza Man is the creator of the LGBTQ election, uh, they have been sending in um, an email for every episode. Yeah. And I missed the last email because it went straight to spam because Pizza Man is still using a goddamn AOL account and Gmail refuses to believe that isn't a robot. (laughs) I didn't even know you could still do that. Like, I'm not even joking. I didn't either, actually, until this. Like, (laughs) 
the, the thing about it is, like, I have marked it as not spam every single solitary and time. it still does it. And it still goes to spam. Gmail's like, no, dude, that's AOL.com. It's not real. I promise you. <laughs> Pizza Man writes, email, what's the E stand for? Egg? Damn, got us. Ahoy, Trek boys. Why don't you come on board for a nice chat? Whoa, wipe your feet, please. Oh, I don't, don't want like any this. space dirt on the space floor. I just space waxed it. Thanks. Is, is this, are you one of those take your shoes off people? I hate that. Yeah, you gotta take your shoes off when you come inside. Nah, fuck that. My, my, you don't want to smell my feet. Trick or keep, treat. Keep your socks on. It's not how smelly feet work, Jeff. <laughs> Josh, I don't want to clean up your dirty space dirt off my space floor. Let's continue the email and we'll have our marital problems later. Sure, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'll try to make this concise, but I know I'm going to ramble, so bear with me. So, the outcast. Time for some NB rep, right? It's non-binary for you uninitiated. Oh, I spelled it weird, so I didn't know. Well, sort of. There's a silly moment where Riker is struggling for a neutral proton- pronoun, despite many characters referring to the Janai as them around him. Mm-hmm. But I appreciate him trying his best. The sheer amount of understanding that Star Trek tries to encompass almost makes me cry sometimes. I also love the very clear parallels in this episode of someone struggling to understand themselves while an uncaring and old-fashioned society pushes them back down into their proper place. Fuck homogeneous cultures. Homogeneous. Homogeneous cultures embrace your diversity. Let me see what word I was thinking that was. I'm going to edit that out. Nah, I'm not going to do that. Oh. Homogeneous. Yeah. I mean, there's... Oh, it's because of the word heterogeneous. Mm. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Which might be heterogeneous. No, there's no way to say that. How the fuck would you say that? Heterogeneous. Anyway, I was wrong, and it's homogenous. You're not wrong. You're reading. That's reading, buddy. Fuck homogenous culture. I can't wait until you read next. Fuck homogenous cultures. Shit. (laughs) Embrace your diversity. Hell yeah. Fuck yes. Real quick, shout out to Dr. Crusher's collection of red and blue Kool-Aid in sickbay. It's a good collection. Red Kool-Aid, though, make your lips be weird red. It's true. You look like a vampire, which is (laughs) cool when you're a kid. Not so much when you're in an office space. Okay, to quote Soren, it means revealing something to you, something that, if it were known on my planet, would be very dangerous for me. Forced gender assignments, severe bullying of those who are different, curing someone who just wants to be themselves? Sounds familiar to me. Unfortunately. It is not unnatural. I am not sick because I feel this way. I do not need to be helped. I do not need to be cured. What I need, and what all of those like me need, is your understanding and your compassion. Mm-hmm. What makes you think you can dictate how people love each other? Mm-hmm. That's all quotes from Soren, by the way. Yep. Uh, I've seen plenty of folks call this episode out as giving Riker a case of the not gays, but I rarely see people give it the credit it deserves. For that scene alone, it's worth talking about. Yeah. A lot of those those quotes that you just posted, uh, they they ring true still again like unfortunately but for the time again yeah. we, I mean we talked about it in the episode like it's just it's, it, it was ahead of its time with so many of these different concepts yeah that like wouldn't like the idea of 
curing someone who just wants to be themselves is not how people saw conversion therapy in 1991 or right. whenever that episode came out. 92, whatever. They saw conversion therapy as like the right way to help someone. It's horrific. Yeah. There's still plenty of people who think that way, but I don't think it's the general populace's ideal anymore. I agree with that. Uh, whew, well, I could probably keep typing, but my fingers just fell off. So I'll leave you with this question, my boys of Trek. Mm-hmm. If you could take any name and have everyone act as if you've always been named that, what would it be? I have a dwarf paladin character named Lance McSteel, and that would be dope, I think. That would be dope. <laughs> it's me, Lance McSteel. <laughs> See you later, Space Trek boys. Master of Transwarp Engines, 64th Commodore Pizza Man, aboard the IKS Honorable Validation. <laughs> P.S. Hey, listener, you're not alone, you know. Please reach out to someone if you need help for any reason. If nothing else, the whole M-Class crew is here for you. Aww. Love you and have a good week. That's great. That That's is great. wonderful. So what, what, you. if you could have any name and everyone would just automatically call you that forever, what would it be? Man, that's a really hard question. That's I don't I can't think on my feet like that. I'm gonna go ahead and take Lance McSteel from Pizza Man. They can no longer have it. It's mine. <laughs> I would I know what I know Nat what name I would pick. Oh yeah? Threenier Carpenter. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I can only imagine the real Threenier just being Heartbroken that his father has a new favorite three year. I, I hope I'm not scarring three year too much. <laughs> Maybe I could be four near. It's a joke that so many people are not gonna get. I just I can't believe he has a junior, but the other one's not a junior. How does no, that work? Three year. Three year. Jack Carpenter. Three year. Damn. Yeah, I'm going with three year Carpenter. I would have if I had another kid. And I'd already had a junior. I would name the other one Junior Junior and be like, that's his kid. <laughs> Isn't that what, like, uh, George Foreman did that, right? Or oh, was that, All of was his that kids are named some variation of George. Was that George, a- Georgina, Georgie. Yeah. Was that a bit, though? Or I don't think we- so. <laughs> that's, that's some fucking, like, ego shit, man. Let's see. We have the internet. George Foreman children's name. <laughs> You're gonna get George Foreman's children's grill? Grill your children. Oh boy. I do love I do love grilling children. <laughs> they taste better because they haven't had all the fear in them yet. Personal life. <laughs> <laughs> Foreman has twelve children, five Jesus. sons and seven daughters. Fuck, dude. His five sons are George Jr., George the Third, George the Fourth, George the Fifth, George the Sixth. Yeah. On so his website, Foreman explains, I named all my sons George Edward Foreman so they would always have something in common. Yeah, you know, being biologically related to somebody isn't enough. He does have a daughter named Georgetta. Guy. Get, <laughs> open up a baby book at some point. Scroll your finger down a couple of a couple of names. Look, don't you ever speak ill of that beautiful angel who brought us the George Foreman grill. How dare you? Did he die? Um, no. 
He's still alive. Wow. He is still alive. He's got to be out of his mind right now. He was fucked up back in like the 90s, man. Yo, holy shit. Check what? out this boxing record. Yeah. 76 wins. Uh-huh. How many losses do you think he got? I'm going to say like none. Five. Five? He, he, he did fucking 81 fights and he lost five of them the whole time. You're not doing 81 fights and coming out of that with a brain that works, That's man. his whole goddamn career. He lost five times. You know how many times I've lost in my career? A lot. Well, you've never fought. I'm a heavyweight boxer. <laughs> I mean, if you were a heavyweight boxer, I would assume your record would be like... The opposite of George Foreman. Oh, yeah. I'd have the Glass Joe record where I <laughs> won once. Not, not because you're not tough, but you're not a heavyweight fighter. No. <laughs> I don't even think I weigh enough to be no. in heavyweight class, to you be have honest to, with you. Dude, you got to be like 300 pounds, like 2% muscle, or 2% fat. Well, I'm definitely not 2% fat. <laughs> uh, yeah, my God. Dude, okay, so if I had to pick any name and I get to have that name forever... Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I'm going to choose George Foreman the Seventh. Wow, like a king. <laughs> Only George Junior is called Junior. George the Third is the is Monk. George the Fourth is Big Wheel. George the Fifth is Red. George the Sixth is Little Joey. Why don't you just name them this? Name them this. These names. <laughs> I guess my question is. And far be it for me to question the king, right? Yeah. But uh, how did Little Joey come about? His name is George Edward Foreman the se- the Sixth. Yeah, you know, like probably at some point, like Big Wheel probably really like Big Wheels or something. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like who knows, man? The little kids do shit, and then they nickname them. Just, I I don't it's I don't true. get it. I don't understand it. It reminds me of uh, Justin McElroy from My Brother, My Brother and Me, who was like. Who like brought up his nickname as a kid was Juice, mm-hmm. and he was like, "Oh, it's because I was so fucking great at basketball, right? Like I had the juice." <laughs> and his brothers were like, "It's because you teethed all the time and you just drooled on everything." <laughs> <laughs> That's disgusting. I never had a nickname. Uh, I never really did either. Well, I did in football. They would, cause everyone did. Was I it did. Big Red? No, it was it was Nat, cause I was little. Nat, all Nat, like G and A T. Yeah, okay. like a Nat. And then uh, when I was like in like fourth grade, I remember kids called me Curly Sue because that movie came out. Oh yeah. And I had really curly red hair. Nobody oh. ever gave me a nickname. I was always just Jeff. Well, which I, was... I guess is technically a nickname. <laughs> yeah, it's a made up name, so. Well, I, I mean, my full name is Jeffrey, even though I don't care for that name. People called me Henderson, which is weird, because my name is Hendrison. <laughs> <laughs> That's a joke. You can no. find that on Twitter. <laughs> Josh Henderson. I'm leaving it. I'm fucking leaving That's it. That's incredible. I'm leaving it. I didn't even see it, dude. I didn't even notice it. I just fucking it. love, just the moment I was like, Josh, did you know you spelled your own name wrong? <laughs> Dude, fucking, we were like, crying laughing about this. Uh, honestly, at this point, I kind of... Uh, I've grown attached to the name Jeff Pennington at this point. That's a good name. So, you should be I, proud I made of it. The, I made the... Um, 
the like brilliant deduction earlier on Twitter that it's really cool that the last part of my name is what you put on the other words to make fake last names out of them. <laughs> okay. Like you're like, oh, I got this ball. I'm gonna name it Ballington. Yeah. <laughs> this is yeah. Haddington. Yep. Yep. I. It's pretty neat. It's a good name. I'd take I, it. I wanted. I feel like if I chose a cooler last name, I would like that. But uh, I don't deserve a cooler last name. You've all met me. Wow, that's a fucked up way to think, man. <laughs> I'm you too des- lame. You I deserve- can't have the last name like Paladin or something cool like that. Why not? The last name Knight, maybe. That's a regular. Maybe if last you name. start think, I knew. I knew a knight. I knew a family of knights. Jeff Knight. Devin Knight was her name. Well, that fits way better than Jeff. That's the thing as well is Jeff doesn't fit onto a lot of names correctly. No, J names are uh, hard to match with other with last names. I, like, I find like Jeff Pennington. I'm just so used to it. It just works in my brain. So I guess I'm gonna stick with that one. You, yeah. Uh, you can one. also uh, call me Big Dick McGee. <laughs> T R G W Pennington. <laughs> That sounds like you're like an author. T R G W Pennington. That's right. I I did the day and night cycle books. <laughs> what? What is that? The Song of Ice and Fire cycle. You never heard of that? Oh, is that? Uh, I don't know, man. Anyway, thanks for that email, Pizza Man. You the best. I watched the show. I don't know. All who's right, next email. Who's next? It's from Henry. They Henry? they say. Uh, it's called It's Just Fan Mail slash Well Wishing. Ooh, okay, good. Oh, I do like that. Hey there, J and J. Cool. I did, you know, did you know that this podcast was almost called J and J Podcast Factory? Yeah, that would have went over super well. I fa- it's it's such a joke that no one would fucking get. Just like we were gonna be Treks in effect at one they're point. Very similar in that they're they both are. early nineties, like Early nineties like rap and R and B name jokes. Dance dance music and shit. Yeah. I hope you're both doing as well as can be respectively expected of both of your current situations. What the fuck does that mean? COVID and shit. Like the world's on fire. I thought maybe he knew something I didn't. Okay. About your uh your colon. You know, it can be expected with your colon. My butt problems. I've been a fan for well over a year, and while I've wanted to write you guys for a long time, I'm, let's say, a bit nervous, a bit of a nervous person, and always manage to talk myself out of it in one way or another. Welcome to the club. <laughs> yeah, I I feel that deeply. But here's, yeah. the, here's the fun thing about M-Class Email. The points are made up and nothing matters. Nothing matters unless you say something about The Witcher, in which case. Well, here's the thing, right? We always say that. Like, there's yeah. no pressure to the emails. Yeah. But then we do a running joke making fun of an email we got forever. <laughs> yeah, but we do it out of love. That's the thing is, like, when we make those jokes, I have absolutely no ill will towards the person who wrote in. I just find it really funny that they wrote that in. Yeah, so recurring like jokes wrote... are super funny to us, and that's yes. why we do it. Like, the dude who called us host guy and laughing boy, I thank you so deeply. Yeah. It's, it's such a good hell. joke. Yeah. <laughs> I just need to say, uh, you two have been instrumental in rekindling my love of Star Trek, and by extension, I would say you've legitimately, legitimately made me a better person. That's a lot, and I don't accept that praise. Wow. That's a lot. 
that's so cool. If it, if interesting, if true, <laughs> interesting, if true. <laughs> I have started examining my actions through the lens of of conduct befitting a Starfleet officer. Hopefully, in my own small way, this will help to bring about uh, bring about a utopian future. I still believe we're all capable of. Despite the best efforts of many, sorry that got a bit off track. No, no, I, no, you're still on. You're still on the tracks. Here, I feel like we, maybe we were a gateway to you finding the thing that you, made you a better person. You because were that's always, Star Trek. Yeah, you were always a good person. Absolutely. You didn't. Very, I don't know. I don't know you personally, but just reading this, I can tell. <laughs> With my psycho powers. Oh fuck! He's going psycho on me. Gene Gray over here. Jeff Gray. Jeff Gray. That would be all right. <laughs> That's a good name. Uh, I can't tell you how excited I was to see the Patreon announcement for the adventure. Uh, Trek, Trek adventure. adventure books. I cut myself off. I literally, and I mean literally, jumped for joy reading it. Plus, it remains to this day the only post I've ever liked on Patreon. Needless to say, I'm rather excited for more. Oh, funny story. It's funny that you mentioned that. We may have a we may have a date to make that for you guys. Already set up. Who knows? I I, I heard about that. Yeah, I heard about it. Yeah, I heard about it. <laughs> I can't begin to thank you both. Uh, uh, I can't begin to thank the both of you for all the joy you have brought into my life. I've never really had anyone talk to talk trek with and you two have made many hours pass swiftly while i'm working in the kitchen oh yeah what are you making in the kitchen yeah why don't you give us some for free can i have some give me some waffle fries for free yeah i love (laughs) waffle fries with polynesia sauce waffle fries are good that was a reference to an old internet video i don't remember it too young to know Yeah, you're too much of a baby boy. You, don't get, you, you only know Fortnite and Minecraft. Did you Did you know... <laughs> it's like the kid at Target when I was buying a Predator figure, and he looks over at me and he That's goes... The guy from my, it's the guy from Fortnite. He's this little cute... like God, he must have been like four, four years old. He was like, is that from Fortnite? And his mom, like... I, I, I was like, uh, no, he's, he's, a, he's from a movie... But because uh, I didn't know he was, I mean, yeah, how could yeah. I not have, right? But and his mom was like, "Don't talk to my yeah. child, his, rapist." His mom was like, "Don't talk to him." <laughs> she was like, very upset. <laughs> I'd have been like, "Lady, I'm trying to abduct here. Can you hold up? Can you give me some fucking space Yo, here? Quit abduct blocking me. <laughs> I'm trying to steal a child here, and you're yeah. all up in my." Grizz. I've fucking worked my ass off making sure my semen never made a child in my life, but damn, I saw your kid and I was like, gotta steal. I'm a black market stealer man for children. That's why I'm buying this fucking Predator toy. Here's my card. It says Predator Josh. I'm buying this Predator because I am a Predator. (laughs) Didn't you know? I sympathize with him because we have the same job. Having a cool mouth. <laughs> I hope this will be the first of many emails I send you. Hell, maybe I'll even write something you can use on your show sometime if I can find the courage. Wishing you both well, Henry. Thank you, Henry. Henry, that was a legitimately beautiful email. And I, I, I thank you deeply for sharing it with us. You and did a great job, and don't be nervous. No, we're two idiots. 
we're dumb. We don't know. We're just there's no if this you're was, nervous around us, man. You got you don't need to be. No, you're good. This this email brought joy into my cold black heart. So thank you very much. Yeah, if I had a heart, it would have brought joy into mine. I only could feel the joy in my peener, though. It got a stiffy. Whoops. <laughs> Our next email is from Two Bit Writer, mm-hmm. and it's entitled "Getting It Right the Second Time." <laughs> okay. Hey, Trek boys. Hi, Trek boys. Trek boys. <laughs> It's your neighborhood writer who will sing you a song for a shiny quarter. Wow. Hell, I'd take a dirty quarter, too. It's all legal legal tender in my house. That's right. Here's a tale of the famous Oklahoma City cock ring. Okay. (laughs) We're getting a lot of Oklahoma shit lately. It's true. Oklahoma's a magical land. What kind of floodgates Pandora's box have we opened? I've told this story already on the M-Class Discord, which any listener can join for as little as a dollar a month over at patreon.com slash mclasspodcast. There you'll meet many fine people who have a mutual love for all things Star Trek. You'd be stupid not to join. It's You're making money somehow. Don't ask. <laughs> you see, our fair city has grown in many ways in the past 15 years. I remember a time when you simply did not visit downtown after about 6 p.m., but now it really comes to life with clubs, hotels, bars, shops, restaurants, and many urban apartments and condos available for the young professional. Oh, yeah. We even have a wonderful fondue place across the street from the Banjo Museum. That is a sentence that only works in Oklahoma City. We even got our first professional sports team by stealing Seattle Supersonics, which we renamed the Thunder. Yeah, you guys are good for like a little while. They had uh, you had I, what's his name Chris what's fuck I I don't know basketball <laughs> Evans no Pine <laughs> yes um I had to go into my fucking pitch man voice halfway through that when I realized what was happening yeah we're gonna well, this is like a tourist tourist trap <laughs> part of that initiative part of that initiative is erecting a series of sculptures throughout the downtown area because all major cities have public art yep. most of it is fairly abstract. You'll see painted buffalo statues all over the place, murals featuring famous Oklahomans, and statues themed around the Native American and pioneer roots of our state. Mm. This brings us to the subject of the email. You'll find a picture attached, but any listener can simply Google it, and you'll find many, many pictures. I'm looking at it. It's amazing. Now, a common nickname for Oklahoma City are things along the line of the city, or simply OKC. The city (laughs) planners really did not consider the implications of a giant metal ring with the letters OKC scattered haphazardly across it. The cock ring. <laughs> it's still. Uh, it says cock so many times on the lo- thing. It's man. a fun game. This one says cook right here. Co- it's still cock. up. I drove by it almost every day when I would leave work in the times before COVID. Anyhow, that's all for me. I hope y'all continue being <laughs> awesome, and thank you for creating a podcast that never fails to entertain me, and a community that never fails to support and love one another. Oh, that's so nice. Signed, Commander 2-Bit Writer, USS Oki Jalopy. <laughs> it's a bad ship. That's, you got your grandma on the top of that with the shotgun. <laughs> She's in the rocking chair yeah, on top the of the ship. Uh, if this were in Philly, which, like, why would it be? But if it were, like, it, one of two things would happen. It would be destroyed, or it would be so revered, because it says cock. I'm going to say the second 
people would hang out at the cock ring all the time. It'd be great. It says cock several times. <laughs> well, that, yeah, well, that actually, that's, I mean, <laughs> I mean, come on, like, yeah. All right, everybody. Right, saying the little quiet part out loud here. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, uh, I love that you wrote an entire email to introduce us to this. I I love this. This is great. I wish people would do more of this. Yeah, you know, send us uh, weird. Absolutely shit. true. It's so cool. I I feel like a podcast about just like oddities would be a great thing yeah. for us. It was like that weird USA show, right? Do you remember that show? It was on. Oh yeah, that was a good show. We could just steal that. Yeah, well, no one's doing it anymore. Fuck it. Nobody's gotten into trouble for stealing old versions of something and putting it on YouTube recently. So, yeah, tell me about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was a specific dig, but it ended up being a much wider it, it, dig than it's I a, thought it was going to be. It's a, it's a big one. It's a big dig. Anyway. I, he doesn't listen to the show. It was an angry video game nerd dig. Oh, I wasn't thinking of that either. I was. No, more... it was where they were just putting up reviews, like reading reviews that were made like years and years ago on other websites by other people. <laughs> it's really easy to review things. I don't know. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. Um, it's fine. Whatever. I I know what you're talking about. <laughs> so, the our next, next email. Next email is from Fresh Fry. Fresh Fry. Fresh Rye, it's called Planet Waves. Sounds like a cool, like, uh, pavement song or something. Yeah. Uh, Schlong Riders. I'm sorry, I mean Song Riders. Oh, I was confused. Yeah. I haven't ridden a Schlong. And, I'm, s- uh, I'm still confused, because what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Perhaps the rest of the email will elucidate. <laughs> let's, let's, let's carry on. These lyrical wordsmiths have left indelible marks upon the souls of listeners. From the John Darnells, I don't know what that is, to the Bob, I know Bob Dylan, to Bob Dylan's, who's John Darnells? That sounds extremely familiar. I'm sure it's somebody. American musician. Okay. That makes sense. Well, sure. To that one dude from the Bare Naked Ladies. What the fuck is going on in this email right now? Uh, oh, originally sole member of the American band, the Mountain Goats. Oh, okay, the Mountain Goats. I know them. Okay. There are a plethora of them to move even the most stone-cold-hearted. So I ask, who are some of your favorite songwriters? Okay. Uh, Two Galants, the guy, I don't know his name from Two, Two Galants is great. You should listen to the Two Galants. I'm gonna, I'm gonna probably get shit for this because no one on earth can hear this name without uh, fucking foaming at the mouth and screaming. Oh god, why? But uh I I think a couple of great writers were named uh McCartney and Lennon. Oh yeah. I mean, the best ever, right? Like for um, sure. Song-wise, not lyric-wise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. Those are I mean, yes. Who um, like no no one I've never met anyone who dislikes the Beatles who can keep their mouth closed when anyone mentions the Beatles. It's like a disease. Like I gotta, I gotta let you know. I gotta tell you how I feel about. <laughs> I gotta let you know how I feel about these dead fuckers. <laughs> one of them is. Two of them. Oh yeah, two of them. They're they're so old. It's not long. 
It won't be long, huh? That's sad. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like uh, uh, Bob you know, Dylan. Bob Dylan Bob for sure. Uh, Bob Dylan's good. Hurricane um, is such a goddamn good song. When Bob- it comes to like modern songwriters, um, I don't know who who writes their own songs now. Taylor Swift apparently. I learned that. Oh, does she? That's cool. Damon Albarn came out from Blur and Gorillas, and he was like, "Taylor Swift doesn't write her own songs. Fuck her." Which is probably the most uh, insane thing you could do career-wise in this yeah, day and age. That's pretty wild, but like, dude, they just get annoyed. Like, I get, I get it. It's gotta but, be annoying. Um, he, I mean. She does write all her own songs. They're not, like, crazy difficult I don't know why everyone's so mad at her, though. Like, get, just whatever. Let just, her, like, go live her dumb blonde life. Just, and... just because you don't like her doesn't mean you gotta be... The people gotta let you know! They gotta let you know, yeah. No, man. I'm trying to think. Like, I, I, I like a lot of, like, le- like lyricists don't really... Like, there's not a lot of them. Like... People who like create their own songs like straight up from the ground up. That's I'm trying to yeah. I'm trying to like look. Yeah, I'm looking at uh, people who write their own. Well, I mean like it. I don't know. I would say Run the Jewels. Yeah, absolutely. Like about three fourths of their songs they do themselves. Like LP creates the beats. Yeah, and writes his part and. Uh, Killer Mike writes his part and like does uh, sound sampling and stuff. So. Yeah, I, I like. There's lots of bands that I really like now that I I'm into, but I'm I'm thinking more in terms of like uh, like folky type oh, music. Marvin Gaye. Marvin Gaye. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Marvin sure. Gaye would be real up there for me. Like I'm looking through a list. That's good. I don't have a list. <laughs> um, uh, probably not R. Kelly. I would say. <laughs> I had to go on record. I mean, have you heard his lyrics, though? <laughs> Gonna piss on you, drip, 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 <laughs> pee on you. <laughs> um, what, uh, I'm trying to think. I'm going to feel really stupid when I look this up. Why? Scott Joplin. Okay. I bet you know, I bet if I, I sang a little bit of his song, you would know it. The, the guy who does the blackface? No. <laughs> He's actually black. Janis Joplin? No, I'll sing a little bit of his song. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Every ragtime song you've ever heard that's good is by him. That's an old school cut. That's a deep cut. Uh, uh, what, who am Mayor I? Mayor Hawthorne. Jenny Lewis. I love Jenny Lewis. I'm a big Mayor Hawthorne guy. We're just naming stuff. There's so many. There's so many things. It's true. Uh, I guess I'll, I'll fucking double down since I know we're going to get an angry email anyway and say George Harrison. Yeah, rip in peace. Um, besides, I've got my mind set on you. That's a great song. It's a great song, but not because of the lyrics or song or video rules. The fucking squirrel plays a saxophone. It's I a, got my it's mind set on you. Has I think Weird Al counted because he made a song parody of it. This is this song has twenty two words in it. Yes, <laughs> it's very simple. Simple's good. Yeah, but I mean, like, here comes the sun. Something yesterday. 
yeah, my guitar compete. gently weeps. Yeah, that's a great, that's a good song. Those um, this is one of those emails that you can tell if you use a little bit of deductive reasoning. You put on your uh, your deerstalker cap and you do a little Sherlock and uh, blindsided the fuck out of us, and neither of us had an actual answer. To it's just, it's just a huge. I mean, god damn, man! Like what? Like this is like a whole podcast. You could do like a hundred episodes of this. It's too That's big. True. It's just too big. There's so many good. There's so much good music. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I'm gonna stick with whatever the fuck I've said so far. Yeah, go rewind. That's it. Over the last <laughs> few years, I've been digging away at the songs of Warren Zevon. Also, rest in peace. The jaunty tunes he produced about the dysfunctions of the mid late 21st century are still relevant, bopping bangers today. You meant the 20th century, I believe, because we're not because yeah, we're in uh, the 21st this century. Is the tw- yeah. Yeah, uh, he he wrote a bunch of music when he was dying, which is really really sad. Yeah, it's it's a little window into something we kind of shy away from. Yep. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> sincerely, Lieutenant Fresh Ride, Chief Cat Cradler aboard the USS Time in a Bottle. If I was time in a bottle, um, man, I was thinking of somebody and then I completely lost it. Was it me? Am I your favorite lyricist? Yeah, you're my uh, you're my favorite songwriter. Suck my dick, Paul McCartney. You know you know who my favorite songwriter is? Vitizen. Fuck yeah, Vitizen. <laughs> Vitizen is definitely up there as one of my favorite. God damn that boy! I just dude, have you ever seen Vitizen? What a handsome fucker to have Holy so much shit. so much talent. Dude looks like he came out of the Outsiders. He does. <laughs> he got that leather jacket. He got that guitar. You got them smooth moves. I should have kissed him when I had the chance. <laughs> I almost got the chance to hang out with him, but then we moved out of Pennsylvania. I hung out with him at a convention, and I was so high that I, he said something to me, and I was like not listening because I was <laughs> I was legitimately, and I fi- I still think about it to, to, like still, you know, it's like one of those things you do, and you're like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm just super an idiot right now. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't know what you're saying to me. <laughs> I'm sorry. My bad. Our next email is from uh, Daruma. Mm-hmm. And it's entitled, Last Minute Email Sent Seven Days Ago. <laughs> <laughs> I'm oh, guessing he thought we recorded last Wednesday. He thought it was, yeah, yeah. Um, for convenience sake, I don't know. Maybe I'll put this on mclasspodcast.com. We could put felt, up like a calendar of, I mean, it's easy to figure out, but sure. Um, I put up like a little calendar or something like the next recording date is, Yeah. um, but it's whatever day M class email comes out to the public on SoundCloud and iTunes and stuff. That's the day we record right, every so, single time. Right. So if you're expecting M class emails, that's the day we're recording. Yep. Unless you're a patron. (laughs) Anyway. Whatever. um, Ahoy, Trek boys. Big fan of procrastinating here. You're so far ahead of the curve. Me too. (laughs) Just wanted to shoot you a quick email regarding this episode and its mention in the Deep Space Nine documentary, What We Left Behind. Mm -hmm. Minor spoilers for the documentary happening now. Okay. It was mentioned in a section about the touchy subjects DS9 explored, including war, its cost, and religion, and checking them off on a list of themes covered throughout the show. 
Most notably, I wanted to point out the part where Iris Stephen Bear takes away their check mark about the show's exploration of sexual identity, lamenting about how it was really only touched upon in a single episode of a seven-season season show, while also bringing up that they never even tried to explore the sexuality of Garrick, a character coded as gay. Yeah. Uh, minor spoilers for the documentary ending now. Great, that was great. What We Left Behind is a really great documentary for sophisticated gentlefolk who appreciate just how good Deep Space Nine really was. As you can watch it for free on YouTube, it would be cool if there was some sort of side series to M-Class all about discussing tangential media related to Star Trek that you could use as a way to talk about this documentary. Mm. Maybe one that you could access for, I don't know, $10 over on patreon.com slash Podcast. Who's to say? The sarcasm is, that's what we do. (laughs) Uh, Anywho, gotta get back to my boring, not Star Trek-related job. Uh, Toodles, Captain Aaron Damral of the USS Shenandoah B. I don't... Jobs suck. (laughs) Yeah, jobs are doo-doo. That's why I don't have one. (laughs) (laughs) That's why we do... That's why we doo-doo this show. I guess I I do have one, but I'm my own boss, and I'm pretty dope about it. Yeah. I give myself a little handy from time to time. Oh I'm my really god, good. that's I'm going to HR. I'm also HR. It's Drop called. Your pants. I'm going to HR, but it's not uh, human resources. It's a handy receptionist. <laughs> <laughs> Take off your pants. You knew what this was. Oh god, I did. <laughs> Uh, I didn't know what we left behind was on YouTube. I'm definitely going to watch either. it now. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't watched it yet. And it's a crime that I haven't, I know. You know what? We have that date set. We do have a date. Where we're supposed to fuck. But in between that, maybe we could do a little a little etc. episode about what we left behind. Yeah, let's whatever. Let's do whatever. I don't care. Let's do whatever, baby. I don't give a fuck, you know? I don't give a damn, I don't give a fuck. What? (laughs) I don't give a damn, I don't give a fuck. Uh, Thanks for that email and that great idea, Aaron Damral. We're stealing it. I always change your name to Daruma, but you sign it with your full name, so I feel dumb. I thought they were two different people. Nope. Damral? Daruma? I don't know. Put your deerstalker cap on. Sherlock it. (laughs) Uh, elementary, my dear Pennington. Ah, <laughs> uh, that works too well, I think. It does. What's that next email, dog? <laughs> Who is this from? This is from, uh, Phil E. Cheesesteaks. Oh, can I say that? Okay, it's Phil E. It says Cheese. it in the title. Oh, okay, it's the very, okay, yeah, you got it. Uh, hey, it's for horses, trollop fries, it's me. The very first person to witness your inception into this world. Lost, tram stamp, phylum, etc. Cannonball. The fuck are you talking about? Read email as Fozzie optional. Uh, I don't think that's going to happen. You should put that before that. How am I supposed to... Fozzie Bear. How am I going to read it before... (laughs) I'm writing the distant... I'm writing from the distant past! That goes nine billion times. I'm not pass, pass, pass. Of episode sixty nine, the sex number. Ooh, thanks. And for- that's the one where we just sixty nine for a full hour, right? Yeah, I mean, like I took a break, so halfway through you were sixty nining just like a pair of tennis balls and uh, a baseball bat. <laughs> that's when I was. That's when I was horniest. 
<laughs> Thanks for emailing my long-ass email about Section 31. Glad you agree. Figured you would, but I just wanted to be the nine billionth person to chime in. I tried to make this one brief. Uh, here's my Shellyac peyote, and they're spelling it like peyote. Like, <laughs> the, the plant. The Boston Sean is rolling in his grave. <laughs> He always hated peyote, and now it's peyote. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's mad about it. Uh, a Trek crew in one of the series that isn't garbage, <laughs> off to a good start, negotiates a territory bes- dispute between Klingons and the Shaliak, establishing the same type of contract the Federation has with them. Data basically serves as the liaison to the Shaliak to warm them up to human uh, arbiters and Picard does the negotiation. Arbitrators. Arbiters work too. <laughs> wow, I can see that I've opened up a wound. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I wasn't gonna do it, and then I remembered. I said I would. We should and I was get like, on the well, same page. It. Be homogenous, as it were. <laughs> we should. We should be homogeneous, is what we should be. Yeah, we should. Fuck yeah. The Klingons almost derail the negotiations. <laughs> Duh. Of course. I love these script notes. <laughs> but learn the value of rigid Shaliak regulations serving as a strong starting point for finally rooting out the long problematic issues of corruption in the Empire. Jeez, that's a tough one. B-plot. Alexander is hit by a train. A holodeck train? Safety's off? <laughs> Damn, Jeez. this dude hates Alexander. Holy fuck. Okay, that's all from the NCC 3003S Werewolf Bar Mitzvah. Yours true, Ceremony. Ceremony. God, this was a rough email. You were reading. You are high as fuck, Philly. <laughs> you were. This is this is what I would write when I'm high. This is crazy. Large trap ant flippy elephant cauterizer. What? I don't know. Huh? <laughs> you know. You know, every now and then. <laughs> I think we need to be less homogeneous about this whole thing. I, I gotta, I gotta <laughs> take some peyote before we do this show. That's what. Oh man! Thanks for that email. Uh, pitch it, sure. I like the part where the train. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Is no, that I like a train, that idea. father? Blunk. <laughs> Splat. Ah! <laughs> Safety's all. Not great email, I guess. No, it's good. It's good. It's good. It was. It was poetry. Our next email is from David S. Uh-huh. And it's entitled "All My Exes," aka Josh has proven he can read David S. But I understand if you don't want to. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what a great title. Well, boof me up a memory crab and call me a trill if ain't there Trek, boys. <laughs> memory crab. Boys, I've been feeling stuck in my own head worse than when Dr. Paneer had his Yoda coma. <laughs> wow. That did happen. Dr. Bashir did have a Yoda coma. <laughs> he did. You see my ex, an orange Cadian named Garfelda. Holy fuck. <laughs> Holy fuck. <laughs> Let me take that again. You see, my ex, an orange Cadian named Garfelda, showed up on the old Deep D unannounced and surprised me in the middle of Lieutenant Flax's close-up magic routine. <laughs> right as Flax pulled a slip of latinum from inside a sliced neutron grapefruit, I smelled that familiar cheese and tomato sauce aroma. Damn. 
Garfs and I set up time to catch up over dinner and we talked awkwardly and reminisced a bit. Boys, I'm a happily married man now. I'd have to be as hopelessly brainless as a terrorist on Ryza to put that at risk. (laughs) (laughs) We just talked about that. I kept my manners about me and told old Garfy that it's probably best we finish up our chat and leave it at that. She left and I found a spot at the bar next to the bone daddy's daddy himself, Worf. He's telling me all about living on that hot rod he's got and how cool it is to be a bad dad. <laughs> Anyhow, turns out Flax's ex, Chaka Khan, is on here too. Oh my god, Chaka Khan. Chaka Khan? Chaka Khan? Chaka Khan? Worf says that them trill think reassociation is about the worst thing you could do to to a gut grub. <laughs> when the two start holding hands, Worf says something about how only men only grab other man's hands to disarm him and take his knife. I told him he needs a vacation and to just try keeping that no fund attitude on a place like Riza. He started stroking his beard a bit too seriously and thought. So I hurried back to my sweet Sally Mae for the night. <laughs> Boys, what do you think about getting back with your exes? Paul once told me getting back with an ex is like wearing dirty underdrawers. Then again, Flax and Chaka Khan looked readier for love than a pair of Klingdongs in the morning. Oh my God. I suppose it could work for some folk, but I probably wouldn't like my whole species trying to make that choice for me. Anyhow, I guess I better take my mind off the whole mess by playing, paying at least a dollar to the Patreon <laughs> and sucking a yuck or two out of the fucks of, folks in there and listening to exclusive podcasts and looking at all sorts of extra content. Pouring one out for lost love, David S. Uh, yeah, I mean, we've, I mean, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> What do you think about getting back with exes, Josh? Uh, it's generally not a great idea. No, the reason you broke up in the first place is going to come back up. <laughs> it will, if and if you don't deal with... Like, look, nothing is ever, like, the way, right? Like, sure, you could do it, and I've done it in the past, but guess what happened? <laughs> break up two, Electric Boogaloo! Yeah, right? you get that sequel break yeah, you up, you've been waiting for their... It's generally not a good idea, but yeah, I don't I, want people telling me I can't do it. I'm not gonna say it's like always a bad idea. I'm gonna level with you here. Yeah, I have literally never gotten back with an ex before in my entire. Well, life. look at this motherfucker being all good at stuff. Never got, uh, never got a divorce. Never got a speeding ticket. <laughs> We're about to get a podcast divorce. You keep talking to me like that. <laughs> Wouldn't be my first, buddy. No, you get back with your ex with me. <laughs> yeah. Now the um, the thing is, like, uh, the opportunity has come up, yeah. but like, I don't know. I hold a grudge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I've never. I mean, I've gotten together with like, you know, like an ex that like, uh, you know, we've like had sex. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, hooked up or whatever. Sure, but you didn't date again. Yeah, we didn't date again. Yeah, like, shit like that. Um, it's... I'm not saying it's always a mistake, because there are those people who, you know, broke up once, and then they get back together, and they stay together forever. I don't know anybody like that, now I'm thinking about it. There are uh, stories of people uh, like that. I I don't know. Usually I find that, like you said, like, there's a, there's a serious problem. Most people aren't, um... But here's the thing. Most people suck. 
and they're True. and they're not like em- emotionally intelligent enough to let go of a lot of that stuff, right? Yeah, if you're gonna get back together with an ex, you're both going to have to work out the problem that caused you to break up to begin with. Yeah, you can't. And if you go back to an ex who you cheated or they cheated, that's never, that that's, problem cannot be worked it's out. It's not gonna work. Yeah, that because it's gonna come. It will fucking come up. At the worst possible, it's gonna yeah. suck. It's gonna be hard. I uh, I have also never cheated on anybody, so I've got that going for I me. I don't think I have. <laughs> I know. I know you have to. I don't think I have. I, I mean, not really. My dick just be doing whatever. I can't though. control so I it. Hey, talk to the dick. Um, I was I was not the biggest ladies man though, so that might have something to do with it. You don't give yourself enough credit, Jeff. I'm sick of I'm it. A, I'm a very charming individual now, but that was not always the case. <laughs> I'm sick of your shitting on my friend Jeff. I I, I, don't, I, know. I don't like I it. I know. I know. Deal with it. <laughs> mm-hmm. The uh, yeah, I used to be like way more awkward and dweeby. That's how I would describe myself. Dweeby. <laughs> um, not that I'm not dweeby now. You're more of a dweebus now. It's a dweebus, indeed. Women love a dweebus. <laughs> Women love a dweebus. I'm, I'm a happily married man. Don't I be can't a, get back with Garfelda. Don't be a dweebus and don't cheat on us. Does that right? I wouldn't even say that's close. Yeah, we'll work. We'll workshop it. Um. Yeah, I guess that's my advice. Uh, probably not get back with your ex. Not not great. Not great idea. You can if you want, though. I'm not going to try to create sweeping societal changes to force you into a taboo situation. Yeah, I'm not going to exile you from the planet Krill or whatever David S. says is the planet. That's <laughs> <laughs> emails. Um, I, I will say that the Chaka Khan and Flax <laughs> uh, aren't exes because they broke up. They're exes because one of them died. <laughs> yeah. So there is that. There is it's di- a whole different ballgame. little bit. Yeah. Big difference. Yeah. Am I doing? Could you imagine that now? though? <laughs> oh no, I can't. Could you imagine like you're married to someone, you live happily, and you're just loving that life, would fuck, and they that would fuck you they up. die, but then they resurrect and come back as someone else. That would fuck your ass up, man. You'd be so fucked up. Like, be like holy shit, holy. I mean, maybe that's why they don't let you do it too. Maybe that's part of it. I know that we read why they don't, but yeah. Uh, why don't you read this uh Yakub email? Okay, I'll read. I'll read it. <laughs> It's from Yakub. Thank you. This PSA is brought to you by Jell-O Corporation. Well, okay. Our product Jell-O Play Unicorn Slime is not food. It does say 100% edible and strawberry artificial flavor on the can, but it is not food. It is not made for consumption. It is a product purely made for play. Did you get all that? I, I'm eating it right now, so that's a problem. Well... Well, let's read on and see if he'll die. We feel it's important. We feel it's important you inform your sizable audience before anything happens that may cause distress or indigestion of one of your listeners. Uh oh. Uh oh. For example, one of your listeners may end up purchasing the product, incorrectly assuming it's one of our food products, preparing it for themselves and consuming the product. <laughs> 
I hope this happens so much. I hope this is real. This is real. If you read a one. <laughs> oh shit. Okay. Images or recording of this process may be posted on internet forums, for example. A Discord server available through making a $1 donation on a patronage platform such as Patreon. This may be cause ridicule. This may cause ridicule for the listener. <laughs> Yakub, you ate slime. Unicorn place, jello play unicorn slime. To prevent such an event from happening, we urge you to spread this message to your listeners. We hope we can count on your co- cooperation with with uh, future products, such as brown jello play rhino shit. <laughs> <laughs> Holy fuck. Oh my god, my face hurts. I'm just, like laughing so much. Best regards, slime public relations officer Yakub Jello Corporation. <laughs> Dude, you ate je- play Jello. The thing that I'm thinking that would make this even worse is if someone else did it. Yakub is like, I got a great email. It's a great story. <laughs> Holy fuck, dude. That's funny as fuck. That is so fucking funny. I can't believe that it says 100% edible and strawberry artificial flavor. (laughs) I mean, you didn't die. (laughs) I guess it's true. It's edible because it lived. You won't die. Yeah, it'll be bad. But yeah, here's the thing about Jell-O, Yakub. It sucks to make. Like... It's a suck. It sucks to make it. Oh, you gotta stir that shit for It's like if you're making at home Jello, it sucks. And like the Jello that you can eat is usually found in like the refrigerator section of next to like the the puddings. I don't know how like supermarkets or whatever work in Poland. Sure, I'm assuming they're very similar. Correct me if I'm wrong. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think I can't. I can't believe that Jello is getting into the slime game. Like, what, sure, that company is owned by a parent company, right? It seems I'm like that sure. would be the worst product, dude. They to put it at all. It's the late stage capitalism, man. They just they don't give a fuck, dude. They're just like kids love slime. Make the slime, like you know what I mean. Like it's bullshit. Why does Jello need to make slime? It does. It does. It does. Who cares? How much money are you making making the slime? Oh, man. The the slime craze. I think it's over. It's over. But it was everywhere for a while. It's stupid. Little kids. You could have become an overnight millionaire on that shit. Little kids are dumb as fuck. They're not going to like slime two weeks from now. Stop making slime jello. Don't kill Yaku. Don't kill our friend. God. Um, Even though it's hilarious that you did that. It's very funny. Uh, Our next email is again from Pizza Man. Oh, God. Okay. Because I forgot to read their last one. Yeah. And then they sent this one. Uh, It's entitled McLass Email. Uh, Are we going to get sued by McDonald's? Ahoy, my boys. This is the episode of The Collection. Oh, we're here. Got a bit ranty last time, and this one is the most straightforward gay forward of the collection so keep it brief even if they have feelings for each other it's against trill society to acknowledge them gosh i wonder what statement they might be trying to make it's pretty subtle (laughs) i love how supportive and understanding all of dax's friends are even cisco says he'll support her to the end if she chooses to 
Speaking of friends, Julian is full on staring at Dax and Khan at the dinner party, plopped on the one couch in the room and directly facing them ready for a show, but is still there for Dax's dinner. Between this and his hijinks with O'Brien, Julian gets the best friend of the 21st, 24th century award. Yeah, I get the best friend of the 21st century award. It's true, Josh is the best. He stood on the shoulders of giants, that being me. Giant Josh's. Yeah. Big Josh is eight foot three. I don't know if you guys know. My that. dick is eight foot three. Damn. Yeah, that's right. It's got eight feet on it, <laughs> and I have three of them. Ooh. That's one of the grosser things I've had to picture. It also means a dick jello with eight slime. feet. <laughs> Jizzes jello ejaculate slime. jello slime. I also love how Dax and Khan both start off so professional and friendly, but after the party, the actresses do so well portraying the pain. And as it becomes harder to deny their feelings, you finally get that kiss. And it might be, to me at least, the most satisfying and bittersweet kiss on television. Yeah, we, we do about talk about it. that in the episode. Yeah. It's a little frustrating they never even considered changing that aspect of Trill society about reconnecting with past selves. They all agree it's a bad idea. Possibly it is. I ain't an alien, but I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> one last thing before I skedaddle. If you could give anyone in Star Trek a big smooch, who would it be? I'd give Porthos and Spot some kissies for sure. Or trip into Paul. Oh my god. Blushy face. Anyway. Damn yeah. Big love, associate vice rear admiral of rears, <laughs> holder of the sacred chalice of Ricks, hero of Kavach. <laughs> Pizza man aboard the USS. I can't see a thing without my glasses. Oh my god. Hero of Kavach. Nice uh, Elder Scrolls reference. Uh, P.S. Damn, you looking good today, listener. I like your style. Yeah, all these P.S.'s are real supportive. I like it. They are. I like it's that. It's very nice. Uh, Kira. I just, oh my god, spit in my mouth. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Yeah. Also, T'Pol yeah. would be nice. I, I like T'Pol, like, as a Vulcan. I like the way... I think she's prettier as Vulcan as she is as a human. <laughs> What's her name? Yeah. Jolene Blaylock? Yeah. I, I feel that way about all the Vulcan ladies. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know your boy wants to give a little kissy to Dr. Salar. A little kissy. A little kissy. Mm -hmm. And may, maybe a little kiss to Kira as well. I can't not give Kira. Are we having, like, a four-way? We're we're definitely both kissing Kira at the same time. Are we time, doing a quad sure. kiss? <laughs> I uh, is this college? I'm, I'm a happily married man. I can't throw it all away for a little kissy. No, it's like a it's like a holodeck. It's fine. <laughs> holodeck situation. Yeah, it's fine. As we learned with Barkley, it's perfectly nothing, fine to put real people in the holodeck. Nothing could go wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. And they'll never find and out. Never... It'll be perfectly fine. <laughs> as long as nobody ever finds out, it's fine. I'm kidding. I wonder how many other people are on the holodeck every day, like, having sex with Deanna Troy and no one ever found out. Yeah, there's, like, a, like a, like another, like, ensign, and he heard about Barkley, and he's like, I better cool it. <laughs> <laughs> I better pull back on all the hologram fucking. Shit. <laughs> Maybe I got a problem. And he turned his life around, and he became... Ensign Barkley Jr. <laughs> oh no, cool. <laughs> he became Ensign Ricky and went back in time. <laughs> he went back back in time. Because doesn't Ensign Ricky go back in time? Spoilers. 
He go, he goes back in time and then goes back in time again. Double time jumps, damn dude. If you don't know, Ensign Ricky is the world famous main character of our Trek Your Own Trek Venture series. Yeah, of podcasts. He gets himself in all kinds of crazy situations. He he loves oatmeal. He does. <laughs> Who doesn't though? <laughs> I thanks for that email, Pizza Man. I love that you're sending an email in for per episode, and I apologize deeply for my spam filter eating your emails. We really every fucked. Time. We really fucked up. We sure did. What else is new, right? <laughs> I know. We have one more. Right. I think we got one more email. It is a long one. Hey. You want me to take it? Yeah, you got it. <laughs> All right. There's a lot of big words in this one, so I'm gonna yeah, fuck them up I don't, too. Oh, I thought you can I, yell at. I him. don't want to fuck them up. No, no. Uh, the Pendulum of Principles and Cynicism I, from Lieutenant Herdman. I am ready. Let's go. From Lieutenant Herdman, Starfleet Research Division. Dear Ensigns Henson and Pennington, mm-hmm. as you are preeminent experts, experts in the fields of analysis, gab, and genital sciences, yep. I am calling upon you for assistance in my latest research on 20th through 21st century media trends. Okay. As I've stressed to my division head, in-depth research of television broadcast is serious work. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think you need to talk uh, to Tom Paris. Uh, I think you need to talk to a certain Vulcan from a certain Trek Kings special. <laughs> Now, it has been widely reported that principles and optimism, ever present within the 1990s, quickly evaporated in popularity after Khan Noonien Sin destroyed the Twin Towers. Wow! What? Khan did 9-11? This is new lore to the M-Class canon that I don't know if I agree with. I mean, it makes sense if you think about it. I mean, it's canon. He was there. <laughs> Prove he didn't do it. Prove it. Prove it to me. It's true. Con Noonie and Sign cannot melt steel beams, <laughs> is all I'm saying. Did he punch it down? What'd he do? Oh my god. He fucking. No, he just made it look like Bin Laden. Because he's oh, a genius. No. Nights became dark. Jack Bauer refused to read Miranda rights. Grit became more popular than creamed wheat. The idea that the ends justify the means became dominant, leading popular support, lending popular support to the curtailment of civil liberty, civil liberties and human rights. TV got dark. Yep. My question: Do you believe that popular media of the 2020s rebounded to a more principled and idealized view of the world? When the hell did people learn that risking the destruction of your ship and crew on a weekly basis, often for the sake of principles, was an essential ingredient for peace and progress? Or are principles dumb and we need more pew-pew and thinky-hurdy Kurtzman or CTV? Oh, God. Uh, I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think it ha- I guess we have to be our characters now. <laughs> we're, we're always our characters. Yeah, yeah sure, for sure, for sure, for sure. <laughs> I it didn't happen in the 2020s. I don't think. I maybe in ten more years, twenty more years. I think we'll see that. I think once the younger kids become more adults, we're gonna start seeing a more positive trend. I I think the anti-hero TV shows are still around. Like yes, Peaky Blinders. Yes, yes, and, Peaky Blinders. Uh, others, The Witcher. The bitcher. The bitcher with his two blanks. 
as two dicks. Yep, that's what I. Yep. <laughs> uh, I don't know. the The grim and gritty era of television and movies is still pretty much in full swing. I think, and uh, anything that comes out that's a fantasy has to be Game of Thrones touched. Yeah. And everything that comes out that's a sci-fi is like pew pew go bang. We might see a difference with the uh, Lord of the Rings show. That might kind of go back. Hope, hopefully. You know, I I was like, I'm still looking forward to the show, but like, they, they advertised it on Twitter with the one thing that, out of everything, that would ruin the taste in my mouth of What it. is it? I don't know this. Uh, the You know that the... Did you see the little trailer where they're pouring the like gold into the letters? Yeah. That's real. Did you know that? They really did that? Yeah, that's not CGI. That's nice. Uh, I of gold. There's a there's a tweet of uh, Jeff Bezos holding that. Mm. And he says, come watch my show. Yeah, that's... Uh... And uh, all my heart broke. <laughs> yeah, that's not... That's not great. Oh, like, why does... Ugh, God. Yeah, that sucks. I mean, uh, there are always outliers. Like, um, I've heard, like you mentioned in a second here, The Expanse mm-hmm. has, like, uh, sort of an uplifting kind of theme. And children's media has definitely rebounded from that yeah. grim and gritty shit. Like, and I think you can pretty much single handedly thank Adventure Time for that. Adventure Time, without Adventure, Adventure Time, you don't have, like, a. Uh, 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 Steven Universe, She-Ra, Steven Universe, She-Ra, yeah. like all of these shows that have a very uplifting, yeah. like positive message to them, and like uh, Adventure Time was the watershed for that. Yeah, I think that's why I think like in a in maybe like a decade or two, we're gonna see less of this, even of the Ur- Kurtzman or I think the Kurtzman Orky stuff has like calmed down a lot. Um, I think the JJ shit has kind of gotten its fair criticism as of lately, like especially with the sequel trilogies. You know, like a lot of that stuff. I think it's, JJ's working on Batman now. Well, he can go ruin Batman then, because you know what? He he will. <laughs> like yeah, he just will. Like he sucks. So I don't know. He is terrible at everything he does. Yeah, and I think a lot uh, at some point that will stop. Like it will. Like it has to. Like. Everything does. Even Steven Spielberg got bad at shit, right? Everything has its ending, yeah. right? Nobody goes on forever. Yeah. Um, my research, Lieutenant Herdman says, mm-hmm. I believe that the most popular show of the 2010s, Game of Thrones, ended with a message that trust, honesty, and cooperation were more potent values than ruthless self-interest. This was quite a reversal for a show that had seemingly bludgeoned its viewership for six years with the message that principles were a liability. Yeah. The Expanse also ended on similar themes. I have high hopes for Star Trek Strange New Worlds. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I look forward to footnoting your responses soon and can't wait to research WW3 2026 <laughs> to 2053. That's a long-ass war, buddy. Jeez. I don't know if it would last that long. Jesus. Depends on how early or how late the bombs start dropping, I guess. And where they get dropped. Yeah, I guess yeah. I'm fucked. We're fucked, me and you. We're done. Warm regards, Lieutenant Herdman, Starfleet Research Division. P.S. Please note that I've been promoted to a double-pipped lieutenant due to my meritorious TV what research. Damn. And not because I increased my Patreon support to get preem Jeff and Josh content. Whew. 
Nice. I'm watching all of season two of The Witcher right now in anticipation of your latest shoot the shit. Boy, I sure do wonder if Geralt gets two swords in the second season. <laughs> the weird thing is, is he does He has them, but you don't see them. It's like, he never uses two swords. It's like they heard what we were saying and they were like, put those swords in a, in a pool cue case. Yeah, put them shits in a tuba case. It'll carry it around. <laughs> it's trombone case. Here's the thing. I, like I've tr- try as I might, I cannot extinguish the hope in my heart for Star Trek: Strange New Worlds. Yeah, I don't know why. Yeah, it it feels it feels like it'll be good, right? I hope so. Yeah, I'm I'm extremely hopeful for this because like Anson Mount was like extremely good as Captain Pike. Yeah, the guy who played Spock wasn't as he wasn't anywhere near as good no he he's, he is he's all right i don't think he's spock at all i, I don't see spock when i i don't know he just seems like a vulcan is yeah, the he's thing. Just, he doesn't yeah. seem like spock to me yeah um but i guess that's like i kind of felt the same way about zachary quinto right where he just seemed like a vulcan there's something quintessentially Spock that is in Leonard Nimoy yeah, Leonard that I Nimoy don't think is, you're going to get from anyone You else. can't recast Spock. It's the stupidest thing that they ever... Well, not the stupidest, but it's one of the dumber things uh-huh. they've ever done. I I often wonder if the plan is to do like a couple seasons of Strange New Worlds with uh, Pike yeah, and then Kirk. bring in Kirk. I wouldn't be surprised if that's the thought process there. What they should do is just fucking go full Mandalorian and just fucking CGI Spock, deep fake him, honestly. <laughs> I mean, that looks fine for a scene. They did you see the one that that guy did? The the re- No. So there was like a, a uh, I want to say like a kid, I don't know how he was like in his 20s and he redid the the deep fake with a deep fake and it looks amazing. Like it looks way wow. it look, and they hired him. The fucking Mandalorian hired him. Damn, cuz they definitely didn't they didn't use deep fake technology. No. They use CG, which looks uncanny, no matter how close you get. Yeah, it does. It doesn't look, um... Yeah. I'm fine with that, honestly. I prefer that over, like, the Spock shit, where it's like, that's not Spock. (laughs) You know? There's, like, there was, um... Like, I feel like it's been a long enough time in the Mandalorian timeline for Luke to be played by Sebastian Stan. I would be fine with that, too. I think that that's, that's the... Because I think, yeah. again, they look exactly the same, and Sebastian Stan's not a bad actor. No, he's he would be good at it. And I they do look all really good. They look similar. Yeah. I mean, he's coming um, back. He, he Dude, I don't want to... I watched the episode last night. Well, it'll be out over a week now, but I watched the Boba Fett episode. He's coming back. Luke Sauer is coming back. Oh... The thing is, like, if I had to pick a favorite Star Wars character, yeah, like end all be all, like who is your favorite Star Wars character? It would it would be between Obi Wan and Luke for me. Yeah, I love Ewan McGregor's Obi Wan a lot. I do too. Absolutely, he's great. Yeah, and like Luke's character development through the films is like untouched by other characters in the Star Wars universe. Yeah. I think with the Ahsoka show, like, it'll just cement for me me liking her a lot more. 
Oh yeah, I've always I liked Ahsoka from like what I saw on the show as well. Like I've watched a bunch of episodes. They were going to make her be uh, a, either a lesbian or bi in the show in Clone Wars, but they got that shut down by Cartoon uh, so Network. They'll probably do that in the actual series. Then. I'm thinking. Well, cool. Barris is coming uh, coming back. Barris Ophie will be in it, and I don't know if you watched Clone God, Wars. Did anybody die? Well, she doesn't die in the show. <laughs> I mean. Was Barriss a uh, Jedi? Yeah, she was. Yeah, they're all supposed to be fucking dead. Well, she dog. gets arrested because she commits treason. Like, she fucking, like, tries to blow up the Jedi temple. She turns to the dark Damn. side. Yeah. She, like, betrays Ahsoka and, like, fucks her up. And, like... And then, they be- then they're going to betray each other's mouth holes, gonna- <laughs> is what you're telling me. They're going to betray each other's lower mouth holes. Ah, I see, I see, their I see. upper mouth holes. I see. I saw, yes, I see. Human horn. Human lower horn sees. <laughs> the wing dang doodle, as it were. <laughs> um, uh, I, I love The Mandalorian. It's a great show, and I like the, man, the Mando himself, and I like uh, Baby Yogurt, and I like... Yeah. But, like, the, the episodes with Ahsoka are so fucking cool. I mean... That show's gonna be really good, uh, dude. The episode la- of Boba Fett last like, night is incredible. It's incredible. I have to watch. Like I was, um, I haven't watched any of the Boba Fett yet. I have to catch the up. second episode of the season. I my mouth was like open. It's it's very. Uh, I I do love Boba Fett. It's, it's very like uh, symbolic, like about of like Native Americans, and I was like, wow, like they're really going like all out with this like Tuscan Raider shit. It's crazy. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I heard about that. It's cool. Um What was this email about? Television? <laughs> yeah, the- we're talking about TV still. Well, Star yeah, Star I mean, that's a good thing. Like I think that like the Filoni uh Favreau Star Wars universe is is very anti-gritty. It's very much like positive and Yeah, that's you know what true. I mean? Like I I feel like people have gotten it goes in waves, right? Like, all the 80s stuff. Everything that came out in the 80s had to be gritty. Yeah. And dark. And then everything that came out in the 90s was much more wacky and ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And then in the 2000s, it all had to be gritty again because yeah. <laughs> because Khan did 9-11. It all got super gritty <laughs> yeah. and dark. Yeah. And I think we've got to the point where we're moving beyond that. I agree. I don't think we have yet, but I think we are. Yeah, I think... Uh, hopefully, hopefully it'll be a more stable change because like TV might not even be like around soon. Like like regular TV might not be a thing <laughs> at some point. Like it's God, it's, it's like a cadaver holding onto the yeah. root at the top of its grave. It's, hole. it's totally a shell of what it was. Yeah, dude, I watched I just, football on on like a stream. Very legal. Very cool. And. <laughs> And uh, I this this seems directly against the thing it says at the beginning I, of the football. I, uh, <laughs> but like I have to watch the shitty commercials for like CBS, and I, I I was dumbfounded how stupid the shows are on that show. Like I, dude, I, it's shit you've never even heard dude, of I, is the thing. Yeah, it'll be on for like a season if that. It's it's like this. Is, oh yeah. They, they want the money that they got from these sitcoms when, like, the Big Bang Theory yeah, was popular. It's not going to happen. But that era is over, dog. You can't do that anymore. You got to be Netflix or 
HBO, you gotta have your series that is like, how, like you're not competing anymore. You're just not competing with like The Witcher or no. Game of Thrones or any, you know, like, it, like you can't compete with that shit at this point. Like not with like, I don't even know the name. Not with How I Met Your Father. Yeah, or not with like I, I the one I saw was like. FBI International, and it's like this is so fucking stupid. They're still chasing that CSI high. It's so dumb. Making shitty cop show after shitty cop show. It's like FBI International. You mean the thing that they don't do? <laughs> you mean the, the? I think you're thinking of CIA, CIA International, and that's a much worse show. Yeah. It's a much more horrific show than you're willing to make. There's somebody who's typing right now. The FBI, Interpol, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah, I know exactly which person is (laughs) typing. (laughs) I got your number, bitch. Fuck, dude. Called out. Send it to uh, RecycleBin at (laughs) fuckyourself.org. Well, on that, that's the end of the show. I got some Jello. I gotta go eat. Oh man, it's gonna be good. It's rhino shit. It's, I'm excited. It's brown, which is weird. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to thank everybody who wrote an email in, especially Pizza Man for suggesting the LGBTQ election and depressing the fuck out of. Well, us. we're not we done yet. Now we still got one episode left. Uh, I'd like to thank everybody who wrote in. We love you all. And if you'd like to get into some of that behind-the-scenes territory that we've been talking about this whole podcast with all these emails, you can head over to patreon.com slash mclasspodcast, where for as little as a dollar a month, you get access to behind-the-scenes posts, wallpapers, and access to a dope Discord full of dope folks. Like, everybody who wrote in, for the most part, is in that Discord. So if you liked what they wrote, jump on it. Hey! Put five, you put like five bucks down, you put ten bucks down, you get access to entire new podcasts like Jeff and Josh Shoot the Shit, the show where we talk about anything non Star Trek related, M Class, etc., where we've been doing this dope ass series called Trek Your Own Trek Venture, mm-hmm. where we read one of those books where you, you pick which page to turn to. We're not legally allowed to say the name <laughs> of it. Literally. Podcasts have been shut down for this. What a wonderful um, world we live in. <laughs> we read one of those great books, and uh, it's all Star Trek related. So, and of course, you get commentary tracks with great movies like Ninja Turtles, Mario, uh, Rumble in the Bronx, Beastmaster Two, <laughs> all your favorites from your childhood. All your favorites. Plus, you get to watch, uh, look at pictures of a kid eating fucking Play-Doh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's slime. Thank you very Sorry. much. Sorry. <laughs> Follow us on Twitter at M Class Podcast. Uh, hopefully, we'll gain access to those photos and be able to share them. Oh yeah. Um, what else could they do to help us out? You could go to iTunes or Spotify, and you can rate and review the show. You can say whatever you like. You can have whatever you like. You can say whatever you like. Maybe you thought that we shouldn't have talked about The Witcher in a certain way that we did. That that yeah, could be You a can thing. tell us. You can tell straight us. Straight to the horse's mouth. Yeah, go to iTunes or Spotify or wherever the hell you listen to this shit. I don't fucking know. I'm not your dad. Who fucking knows? <laughs> Our last review was still on... November 21st of last year. So we need new oh, reviews. we need more reviews, folks. for sure. 
It helps us. It helps us out a lot. So please do it. Whatever you want to review. I'm not I'm not telling you what to say or think. I'll, you know, be you. Just be you. Just be yourself. They'll like you. Pic- just <laughs> picture get them a corsage. <laughs> this is extremely specific. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what's going on right now, but I mean, I'm no. here for it. <laughs> thank you every thank you Cisco. Thank you everyone for tuning into the program. Uh, I've been Jeff Pennington. I, I'm always Ensign Josh Hendrason. I set it up and you knocked it down. That's right. Perfect. That's why we're a good team. And uh, we'll be back in one week with more M-Class goodness. So bye-bye. Bye. Hendrason out. It's been a long week since the last email. It's been a long time. Since that last rich master's tale Pitch it or ditch it from Boston John I need to catch my fix Of Jeff's table reads in a silly voice And Josh talking about dicks On M-Class email I swear there's never a in M-Class Email. It's always been singular. That's in class. Email. Don't you settle for nothing less than it's back without fail. It's in class. It's in class. And plus email.